AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. GG Poker is the biggest online poker site and they have more players than any other on the internet. Why play anywhere else? They have a wide range of games and unique features that you just can't find on any other site. GG Poker run huge tournaments with big prize pools and they hold the record for the biggest ever prize pool on an online poker tournament. There are games for all players at all skill levels, whether you're new to poker or a seasoned pro, including cash games and exciting tournaments like Bounty Hunters and Sunday Majors. GG Poker offer popular games like Texas Hold'em and Omaha to unique games like All In or Fold and Spin and Gold. New players that make their first deposit get £60 in free play, 18 plus, new UK players only, minimum deposit is £10, full terms and conditions apply, begambleaware.org and please play responsibly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, it's bit, we've just done the pod. It's good. Um, although, how much of it was about Spurs? Quite a lot. There was a fair amount. Like, if you're into Spurs... I'd say 30%. More. Yeah, 35. I would say more. I'd say 45, 50. No, I'd say 60% Spurs. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, um, but this this is this is the what, I guess what this podcast is is more in keeping with what we talk about outside of football. I guess. It's, it's, the just, break. Break. it's just the international break. There's fucking nothing to talk about, and uh, you know we want to keep it regular. So, yeah. But stay to the end because Carl tells an amazing. Carl Donnelly was on the pod. He tells an amazing amazing story about um, brewing ayahuasca in his flat. In four pans of four, I like to think stainless, stainless, big stainless steel pans. IKEA pans. IKEA stainless steel pans, and uh, talking to it. Um, that's really good. Um, yeah, we'll be back at the end of the week. If you, if you, it, you might not want to listen to it, so just switch it off now before it starts. No, 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 no. Well, don't just listen anyway. Yeah. These people are busy. They've got lots of podcasts to listen to. Maybe they won't, won't want to listen to this one. They will. Yeah? yeah, I mean, cereal is back, so maybe they want to wait for that. But you know, if you if you can't wait for cereal, then listen to us. We're I've, good. I've voiced it, those things at the end of my penis. Is it? Yeah. Sarah, Sarah Chainman. Sarah Koenig. Yeah. Koenig yeah. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. It's episode nine, season eight, the Fighting Cop podcast. Guess what, lads? What's that? The Tottenham Hotspur official ladies team slid into my DMs. Oh, hello. Is that the wrong way? Well, that that means quite a good football analogy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just meant... I know what you mean. Normally, like, normally that phrase is used sort of dutty business. No, I'm not like, that's not how I mean. Actually, using it for ladies football for, is a good for analogy. Good. Yeah, yeah, so there's, yeah, like. I slid in. Two foot. You can have that in a joke, Carl. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Carl, uh, Carl Donnelly's here. Yes. Uh, we've got Flo and Phil. Hey. We've got Ricky. Hello. How's everyone doing? All right. Top of the world. Yeah, so they, they, they DM'd me and uh, they brought to my luck, because I didn't know, I'm sorry, and it's, you know, it's unfortunate and not acceptable that I didn't know the, the score of the, the first game that the Spurs ladies were in. Uh, they won 2-1. Yes. And they wanted us to give them a shout-out to promote their next game, which is uh, against Sheffield United on the 23rd of September, 1pm, at Chesham Football Ground. So if nice. you live around the area, then uh, why aren't they playing at Wembley? Every other bar has got to play there. Exactly. <laughs> they should, really. Why aren't the Spurs ladies playing at Wembley? Is why aren't they doing a live fighting cock <laughs> at Wembley? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know, mate. Um, I, I presume you can buy the tickets through through the... Uh, or it's, it's probably Panda, isn't it? Good old-fashioned football. There you go. Um, how's everyone been? Carl, oh, it's been a while. First time this season? Uh, yeah. Uh, you've been busy I've in... I've been away. Um, I've been up at the Edinburgh Fringe. OK. And then I've been away... I've been taking... I took two weeks off everything. Most people will know, but we've had... Fair, we've got more listeners now, does not the last time you were on? Yeah. You know, we've had a spike. They, what, it's not just a spike. Since what? the end of last season, there's been about, I would say, 20% increase. On really? Well, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. What like, happened on, at the end of last season? Was there a cliffhanger? <laughs> <laughs> HBO-style cliffhanger. <laughs> we had a podcast called... <laughs> One of you died. No one knows you as well. Shoes, shoes falling out of the loft. Yeah. As a, a what would you call it? Like a, a metaphor for the, the sound of 
when you need to go for a poo and it's a proper big horrible one. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the sound of shoes a uh, so that was a big, big episode. Yeah, I've really put the numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, give the people what they well, want. They, that's what they want. And we've asked, obviously, there isn't much to talk about. No football over the weekend, apart from England. Uh, so, and we've got another show, so we can't really preview the Liverpool game. So you might be asking, what the fuck are we all doing here and why are you listening? Um, you're listening because it's become a habit of your life and you kind of wait for the podcast now, whether you like it or not. It's like me, many podcasts, I just download it. And if it isn't there on time, I'm like, well, what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, um, we sent out requests for questions. So, we've got some questions about Tottenham in the second yeah. half and some questions that are not about Tottenham. But that's fine. It's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, Rick, how have you been, right? Yeah, all good, mate. Yeah? All good. Are you enjoying being a Spurs fan at the moment? Well, yeah, I don't think there's anything to be really well, down about. we lost about. the watch didn't we? Yeah, I know, but, like, you know, we're going to lose against someone. Harry Kane hasn't scored a goal in England for four games. So? All right. Uh, Lucas Moura. <laughs> Lucas Moura won player of the, did. Player of the month. That's that, nice. a bit odd, wasn't it? It's a pleasant surprise. A little bit odd, though. Apparently, Liverpool's um, vote was split because there are two players. I think it was Mane and Firmino. So that kind of uh, helped us a bit. I mean, it was a bit of a moody month anyway. It was a tough month to win. You know? It was about August. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. a, lot, a lot going on, was it? Um, what, did, you see, did you see the interview on... Uh, mm. that they did? Uh, I think it was like Spurs TV did, did of uh, Moura, and he was just... Uh, Brilliant from here so and he was just saying about when he scored at Old Trafford, he was like, you know, against Man United at Old Trafford, and then when I scored, I was in the corner with the Spurs fans, the whole stadium was quiet, and our corner was just, like, just bouncing. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just like, I, you know, I couldn't believe it, it was just that, uh, this is what I came here to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's loving it, and he, he does seem to be enjoying his football massively, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he's one of them players that's just difficult not to love. It's interesting because I never thought there'd ever be a nicer human being and human son. And along comes Lucas, who's just like, seems like a lovely, lovely bloke. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen a happier son than, than the one that. Uh, one the Asian. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> no. I, mean, I don't I think he'd get any happier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, fuck your military. First of relief, though. I mean, it's been like years just hanging over his head. And Surely like, there would have been some special dispensation. Right. So this right? is what I said this last week. I'm convinced. He'd be an admin. We would have got him this, out of there. This is what I said last week. Just don't, just don't, let, him, don't let him have him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I what are they going to do? Come and nick him. Come with their guns, I think. Um. Yeah, so can you talk about that very briefly while I find some information I need? Well, do you remember the Thanks. film years ago called I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? And, um, yeah. The geezer had all these like, the badges. Brother, <laughs> yeah, the geezer had all these badges like he'd been in um, Vietnam. Yeah. What did you get that badge for? I was flying paper airplanes. What did you get that badge for? <laughs> oh, I'm the best admin bloke in the entire team. Maybe that'd be like Hummin Son, like five years' time, you know, be like the, the admin champion, touch type champion. Yeah, yeah. Shorthand champion. That's what we want. Don't want him to be like you know in the in the trenches. But definitely, I mean, obviously, it spurs them on. So oh, massively. Yeah. Someone actually asked a question. I didn't get the person's name. Like you know, can you imagine if England did that for Euro twenty twenty? Like if you don't win it, then you're going to go to the go to the gulag or whatever. So much about football is motivation, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. We got an email in from Eugene Chang, who himself is a South Korean, and uh, he said. He basically shown some light on this, which contradicts everything what I said. Right? I said there was no way they'd let him go. It's impossible. He's earning too much money. They wouldn't do it. He's saying we're wrong. He would have definitely gone. He would have gone. It has to be done before he was 28. So he's, was he 26, 27? Anyway, uh, anyway, just wanted to comment on Son Min Hong's, uh, Son Hun Min's uh, military situation. He absolutely would have been forced to serve. Every Korean ma- male must serve before their 27th birthday. There are some way to extend it past 27, like educational health reasons, but none of this would have applied to Sonny. 
A few years ago, a Korean player, Park Too Young, formerly of the Scum and other clubs, obtained citizenship in Monaco in order to avoid military service in Korea. Fucker got uh, destroyed in the press. He groveled before the Korean public, and the bitch ended up <laughs> getting an exemption anyway via the bronze medal in the London Olympics. The fool played himself for nothing. All, all, uh, all sorts of other examples of trying to avoid service pop up so from, from the sons of CEOs of K-pop stars, etc., etc. The government and the Korean people don't fuck around with this shit. It sounds like a crazy thing, this full service, but in Korean society it serves as a great social equaliser. The snot-nosed country boy and the heir to the corporation all have to serve, and it is the universal aspect of it that would have made it impossible for Son to avoid service. If everybody has to serve, why the fuck should some fancy soccer boy get to weasel out of it? And he goes on and on. Um, that's all well and good. But I'm, 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 that isn't our society. We've let this guy into our country. We've let, let him into let. We've let him we paid him to come, mate. Yeah, we've let, him, let in. him in. We, we let we've him in. Transferred him in. We let him in. And uh, and then he's, he's some <laughs> geezer millions in, for it to get him here. In a, some some geezer in some sort of weird little office in South Korea somewhere says, oh, yeah, get him over. Bollocks. Not, in my, not on my watch. Uh, no, I mean, yes, yeah, fair enough. I like the kind of communist... Because um, the fact that they're not communist, the North Korea is a communist country still. Not really. Socialist, then. Well, it's not even socialist. Well, go on, what is it? Socialists wouldn't have a dictator, would it? Socialism's everyone's equal. It's a bastardisation of socialism. All right. Let, Let's no, get on with the foot. Ain't never politics. Um, We've got it all, folks. I, I heard some, uh, some K-pop artists uh, like went and changed his nationality to avoid it. I think he managed to avoid it as well. Oh yeah, just a Monaco guy did as well, didn't he? Uh, did you know that K-pop? Just banned out. Was you not listening? <laughs> I, I didn't think he, I didn't hear the K-pop bit. Yeah, uh, K-pop is banned in Jamaica. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how I found this out. <laughs> I just read something randomly. They banned K-pop in Jamaica. Um, obviously, he's come, he's come back into. He's going to come back into the side. Yes, he's, he's going to be match fit. He played a lot of football. Uh, congratulations to Sun and the South Korean team. Obviously, it's good for you lot. Um, but. Does everyone, does even subs and everyone, anyone who's in the squad? Is it an automatic exemption? Like, That's what he, I thought. He's not going to come back and say, yeah, you still got to do it. Come on, Eugene, tell us, because we don't know. Yeah, let <laughs> yeah. us know if it was subs, unused subs. <laughs> yeah, Eugene could be a feature of the podcast in the future, just like he just <laughs> advises <laughs> us on stuff. Life in South Korea. Yeah, obviously, him coming back, though, is uh, poses a problem, doesn't it? Because Lucas Moura, do you drop him out of the team straight away? Well... Yeah. Or does it it's a way, I mean, because today I've just heard that um, well, Ali's injured, isn't he? He's out of the England squad. Yeah. So, if, I mean, I think there'd be, I reckon there'd be a way of getting Kane, Son and Mora. If Mora could go a bit deeper, I reckon. He yeah. Can, he can link them up. Son can go out on one of the sides, can't he? I wonder if he's going to abandon that, that diamond formation now. It didn't really work against Watford and not play too much against Watford. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, I mean, yeah. This, we just, I don't know if you've probably discussed it already, but just, yeah. why not just keep, keep what, why not? What works. Yeah. Old Trafford, innit? Yeah. <laughs> Trippier and uh, Kane have been shortlisted for the FIFA Pro World Team of the Year. You know that, that this is essentially all of the members of the FIFA Pro, which is pretty much every professional footballer on earth, 60,000 of them or something, um, they vote on their best players. Right. And Kieran Trippier is in the top. Burnley. Yes. Burnley's Kieran Trippier. It's very really, but go on. Or the same, sort of same. North, North Watford, Watford. Yeah, Watford, Watford, Watford. Um, yeah, he's he's um, he's he's in it. He's in it. He could be in the the, the best team in the world. This, that is incredible. He, he's up against Kimmich, Carl Walker, 
and some others. Uh, but I think that's just... The, actually, maybe just three of them. Um, mad. In it. It's mad that we've got Spurs players in there. He's a Freemason, I keep telling you. What do you mean? Yeah, that's, that's how he's got in there. He's had to do some stuff. Soggy biscuit shit, man. <laughs> that's how they've they let him in. Do you realise there Freemasonry are... Freemasonry isn't, isn't a thing. My uncle was a Freemason. It's just uh, old fat blokes. That's yeah. all it is. Helping each other out. Yeah, by giving each other whiskey. That's yeah. what it is. I know another, another comedian is a Freemason. I went around his house. Does he? He's just got nice bottles of whiskey that some politician gave him. Does any, any funny... can't get anything. Any funny business go on? No, you know, um, fingering each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that funny business. No, my <laughs> uncle wouldn't have gone for that. You got, so you got, you got Danny Alves, um, Carvajal, talking about fullbacks, by the yeah, way, yeah. and, and the um, Croatian guy Salco. So it's, it's, it's an incredible story, though, isn't it, Trippier? How far he's come. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, but there are. <laughs> we put a tweet out today saying like, "Mad how far he's come, what story kind of thing," and people going, "Yeah, but weird for a bang average footballer." But I said it. I'm sure I said it on here about three years ago, right? When uh, Walker was injured and Trippier was covering for him, and I said Trippier. I'm sure it's. Might, I might have said it about Ben Davis. I can't get but <laughs> one of the two. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure I, I was defending and saying he's absolutely good enough to. I still yeah, think right he's average. Do, do you? Yeah. So you're one of the you're, you're one of the gammons that said yep. that yeah. bang, bang average. But you're one of the people who thinks the other sit fifty nine. <laughs> votes are wrong. I'm wrong. In this, <laughs> see, the thing is, in this instance, you can't argue against this system because not only is everybody who's, everybody who's um, voting on that more qualified than us to understand what makes a good footballer, i.e., being all of them being professional footballers. <laughs> you just look like you don't agree with that statement. <laughs> but look, you can't disagree with quantitative um, survey. It's, no. the, it's the best way to gauge public opinion and the truth as far as you can. And 60,000 of the cunts voted on this, and Trippier is in there. Yeah. So if, they, if, if their opinion's good enough for me, it should be good enough for you, T. Fair play to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he's a great bloke, but I don't think there's limitations as, mm. as a right-back. Um, but, no, he has come a long way. Um, he came in as second choice, and he continued to fight for his place and, you know, and improve himself. And it's definitely improved since he's come to Tottenham. It's improved over the last 18 months, yeah. so I'm not going to deny him that. Carl, Carl Walker must fucking hate him. Don't you reckon, Rick? Well, he's kind of usurped him. He yeah, usurped him at Tottenham and usurped him at, uh, 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 England as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, like, we've, we've, like what you just said there, T, like, he, he has come on in, in like, the last eight months and... I remember when uh, we used to get frustrated with Walker that like he had, he kind of had he had everything, but he would have these brain farts where he'd find him out of position or do something rash or something. And then when Potts came along, he just like kind of uh, you know smoothed over the edges with him and really brought his game on. He still never learnt to cross. No. So that's one thing Trippier yeah, always trips has got. And then if it's he not can... like he's got vision and he's got an incredible ball on him. So if tri- if Trips can be uh, coached into taking on a man or getting in a position where someone can pass where it cuts the man out and then put <coughs> those crosses in mm, and we'll yeah. be talking. Um, it was a weakness that he couldn't take people on and he's doing that more. Yeah. I mean, not, not as much as Carl Walker did, but he's doing it more than he did before. He'll get there. Yeah. I'm not sure he'll ever get as good as that. No. But it'll, it'll improve. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't think he let anybody down at the World Cup, one of our better performers. Yeah. And at Spurs, he's never really... He's never, he's never done something you just think... Because you have been garbage, I don't think. Yeah, been times thing, he's never made it. I've, I can't. Yeah, Walker made a bunch, a good yeah. handful of actual big game losing mistakes. Yeah, mm. Trippy has never ever done one of them. I'd rather somebody. There, there are games and he gets owned though. And that's oh, the thing. The thing, of, the thing of Walker is that Walker times. Walker makes mistakes, but he doesn't get owned over a whole ninety minutes by a player, and that's that's the difference between the two, in my opinion. 
Okay, you would still cut. I remember the times when he against very good opposition, specifically Man City. He got like absolutely annihilated. He Trippier. Yeah, yeah. Sane, uh, but Sane is amazing. So yeah, ruined anyone. Um, but it's, it's going to be. I mean, if we were going to replace Trippier at some point in the future, it'd be a difficult and expensive thing to do. Mm, I suppose maybe Walker Peters, but I don't know. I mean, Walker- Oriere costs what twenty five mil. Yeah, but I don't know if Walker Peters has gone a bit backwards though, because he looked like. He really did look like a great player in the making, but I don't know if yeah, for one. He's yeah. like, <laughs> no, no. Man of the match, and then he was shit next time he brought him on. Even at, un- even at under 20, 120s level, he looks pretty good. You know, take the ball, you know, take people on, yeah. but he's gone a bit back. He needs a decent loan move, I reckon, to get him some. Expect a tweet from Windy, by the way. Why? He will take exception of what About you Walker Peters? Yeah, you won't have it. Oh, he's, just, he's young and he's not, he's not there yet, is he? I'm just saying, expect a tweet. All right. All right. Sorry, Windy. Just be fair. <laughs> didn't mean it. Um, well, we talked quite a lot about the Champions League. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I'm just still upset about that <laughs> anti-trippier buy one here. In yeah, it is absolutely nonsense. Um, but, you know, we, the, the, the point here show. is about having an opinion, and, and T always has his opinions. Doesn't you, T? I've got loads. You've got loads? <laughs> loads of opinions, mate. Um, you, what's your opinion on the Champions League draw? Because we, we talked <laughs> a bit, a bit about it last week, about us we, you know, being in the position to, to, to give Barcelona something when we go there, and it's good to be in that position, but... Just from footballing sense, what do you feel I about I think from pot four, you wouldn't have wanted Inter Milan. They're probably the strongest team. They, they had a, a, an amazing transfer window. Yeah, they did. And um, that's probably the team you don't want. But then, initially, I wanted uh, an easy group to get through. But I'm happy to face top opposition, even though they face Inter Milan two, twice already. Yeah. But, no, I'm glad they got to play Barcelona. I mean, I know Bardi got pelters for saying it, but I would just wonder, I'd love to see Lionel Messi in the, fa- in the flesh. So, looking forward to that. Hopefully, it's a bad game. I hope so. I, I, I like the draw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, in Milan, I don't, I, I don't know how many players that they brought in, but Mangalang, um, Salco, yeah, and the Vasilko, Vasilko, Salco on the right back, the Croatian guy who had a was Brozovic already there? there? I didn't know that. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, yeah I mean, you know, they're they're a decent team, and um, I'd rather them than some. Some other shite team, really, like in yeah. Milan, that you know they've got prestige. Yeah. And then Barca, and then uh, PSV. I think it's a really good group, actually, and and it gives us a, a chance to, to get out. I mean, remember when we had, we drew uh, Dortmund and Real, and yeah. everyone was like, no chance, yeah. absolutely no chance. Yeah, yeah. We've got a, it's, the group is a lot more favourable, and it's still competitive. So, <clears throat> can you imagine Spurs turning up at Wembley and just sticking it up Barcelona? Oh. Be amazing. Yeah, that's it. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I can uh, see us grabbing a uh, uh, cheeky three nil, two one, (laughs) cheeky two one. I think I think we'll turn them over at Wembley. Uh, No, I I love this. I fucking love it. Exactly. It's like we can. We can. We will. Get them ballets. Like, there's, really there's a slight. Give Messi an absolute licking. There is always a a slight doubt, like how it could pan out, but I'm confident. If it was at Wart Lane, I'd be like, just just give us the three points now. Yeah, like, yeah. It's done. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I hope we have one of them fucking horrible games where our players lose our heads. Like, <laughs> like do you remember at the bridge? Yeah, yeah, one of them yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is smashing Messi all over the place. Yeah. Like, for Busquets gets like, smashed to pieces. <laughs> um, I don't think of any of their players. Dembele, that's getting one of his linked to Arsenal, so fucking Wink smashes him into the ground. <laughs> Just, uh, Barcelona limbs everywhere and their fans going mental and the world's media going what scumbags 
Cunts like arseholes. Resorting to this. Resorting to this to beat them. It's like <laughs> Hungary smashing up uh, Pele. But was it Hungary or Uruguay? Uh, in the World Cup in... That's a good shot. Portugal. Portugal. Just Portugal, Pele 66. Kicked him to... Kick Lumps out of him. Let's kick Barcelona to death. <laughs> let's kick, <laughs> kick Lumps out of kick Barcelona. That's our campaign. Let's kick Barcelona. And we, score, we score a 79th minute dodgy goal. That we exactly. bundle over the line. Yeah, yeah, and the rest yeah. of it's just smashing Barcelona to pieces. <laughs> but the, you know what the, the draw made me... Th- you know what the draw <laughs> made me think, though? Um, play. Arsenal got done all, all, all the time. We're all the time trying to play. Always trying yeah, to play like yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. We have the same philosophy. No. You come to Tottenham, you get smashed up. <laughs> smashed to pieces, mate. <laughs> but it made me think of all the years when you weren't in Europe, you know, because um, now we've got the best, we've got the cream of Europe playing that, playing against Tottenham. So in the late 90s, early noughties, we weren't in Europe. You know, people like Shevchenko, we never got to see them. This is, this is golden years in terms, from that point of view. And yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. to really be looking forward to it. Exactly. Yeah, I want to see Messi, but I want to see him on his ass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just lumps. Early doors as well. Yeah. Like, do, that. do you remember do you remember that famous Vinnie Jones one where he just, within about 30 seconds of the whistle, just, just absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Did, Somebody just to totally... No, no, no. no, no yellow. Did he do yellow? I think they're talking to. Yeah, I think it was. They're talking to. You get a one-minute grace. Yeah. Do whatever you want. You can get to a player quick enough. Whatever you do, you're just going to get a talking to. That's not far from the truth. Just imagine that's what Potter says. Lads, you've got that one-minute grace. one minute. Do what you need to. Get it done quickly. Get it done quickly. They can only make free subs. Every one of you. Anyone who doesn't injure a player doesn't get to start the next game. <laughs> Come on, boys, get in there, get stuck in. Um, yeah, I'm like, why not? Champions League is what it's all about. Um, next, week, next week, we've got a question from Javad Mahidi. Mavahidi. He, he, he runs the... Is it still going? Family Hotspur? Tottenham Hotspur Family Pod, I think so. Um, next, next week uh, will be my first European away day. Can't wait. What should I expect? Italian police to stick a finger up my ass. Gang banged by ultras... Or a fairly pleasant experience alongside a Spurs win. Any tap. Um, realistically, what would you expect from a, an, a, an away day in Europe? Well, in Italy, <coughs> you'd, get, you'd probably get a bit of grief, wouldn't you? I, I think considering we've played Inter Milan a couple of times already, I don't think it would be that intense as, um, as it could have been. I think Napoli is the one to avoid because <coughs> their fans are just absolute nutcases. We went to Milan, didn't we, Wick? Yeah. Uh, when Bale uh, did that. Scored that scored free, and we didn't have any issues with the fans. No, no, there was no problem. We were in fact sat in the away end, uh, in the home end rather. Um, oh, so that the neutral end. Yeah, nu- yeah, neutral end we were in. But it was it was. I mean, was it, is that what it, yeah. it was classed as a neutral end? Yeah. All right. Well, we were there, and there were lots of Italians around yeah. us, and there was no problem. When the, was that the one when the police were a bit? Didn't they like to, no, a the, bit overzealous? With no, they were keeping just, everyone apart. They, they actually ended up causing more some problems. No, that one. Severe. That was severe. Oh, that was yeah, severe. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, this this uh, against Inter Milan. We we after we eventually decided to go to the stadium. Um, the police were like, "Oh, come on, that bus! Come on, that bus!" And it's like, "Oh, we were thinking of getting a cab." And the cop was like, "Nah, this is much better. Get in the, get in the bus. Get in the bus. It's great." And I was like, "All right, let's get in the bus." The police said, "Let's get in the bus. Get in the bus. Get in the bus. There's no windows. <laughs> they locked the doors shut. Yeah. They bolted, and they were like." Fuck, we should have got, we should have got a cab. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was like uh, like a prison van, wasn't it? <coughs> yeah. And like there was just loads of men crammed into this uh, prison. Well, they, van. they drove us to about ten minutes to the stadium, yeah, and then yeah, left yeah. us parked with no explanation for about forty five minutes. Oh, shit. And obviously, blokes been drinking all day, desperate for a piss. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Someone I know who's quite close to me actually had a piss in the van. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to say. I, I'm not going to say who, <laughs> but uh, certain people on that bus, rightly so, weren't happy. But <laughs> at his age, sometimes, you know, the, you can't hold the bladder like you yeah. used to be able to. So you just had to let it go. It was either that or piss in his pants. Both yeah. of those are... They treat, they treat English fans pretty badly on the continent, though, so be prepared for things like what Flavis has said. Um, eventually they let us off and got us on our way, but it wasn't the best. I mean, it doesn't put you in the greatest mood going into the stadium when shit like happens. Yeah, yeah. Dortmund away was terrible. We got squashed uh, to pieces. Um, you know, there was fighting with stewards. It was that was that was a bad one. That was one of the only times in my life I've genuinely feared that I, I was going to get badly injured or die in a squash. Um, Whatever bad experiences. Uh, Sevilla getting truncheoned. Yeah, uh, that was good. Uh, I, went to, bad I, went, ones? I went to Fiorentina and um, they kept us in the stadium for absolutely ages. We just, yeah, got, expect- we just lost the, the tie and they just kept us in there for at least two hours. Just just bullshit, really. Um, Rick, you lost your scarf once in a... Uh, can we say? Yeah. Yeah, in a, in a strip joint. Yeah. Um, that was a good night because uh, instead of looking at the strip, we nearly got kicked out for chucking peanuts in each other's mouth right. rather than... Watching, paying attention to the ladies, the ladies, the ladies. Yeah. but I just felt like I was, I was actually, it was about quality. That's why I was doing that. Yeah, you want to then want to give them some entertainment yeah. as well. Just <laughs> <laughs> couple of pissed Tottenham fans throwing yeah. peanuts at each other and then celebrating when we've got one in. <laughs> um, yeah, look, look I tell you what, there's around the game, it, it can be a bit of a pain in the ass. It's never too much trouble. But also really. off, it does depend as well how the game pans out. If it gets yes. really lively on the pitch, yeah, I and then we beat them one 0 with a moody goal, yeah, then obviously their fans are going to get a bit larry. Isn't it, it? it depends. It depends how you approach it. Like, like for for Milan, we went straight to is it Diomo Square. There's thousands of Spurs fans that are just drinking in the square yeah, all day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone's like rowdy and stuff like that. But then I, I know other people that knew that it was going to be rowdy. Yeah. So they just went off the beaten track, went to a nice restaurant, had a few beers, had yeah, a, like, yeah, yeah. like a low-key one, and then just uh, like walked over to the game and stuff well, the like that. The vast majority of fans do that. Do that. But, uh, what, um, Rick, did you go to um, Leverkusen away? No. Yeah, that was fun. That's a turning up. Uh, we, we, we arrived the night before the, the game. Oh, and was this in 99? No, this was in... This was... Oh, it was where, a Berbatov one. Yeah. yeah sorry, go on. Yeah, we drew, they, he scored a pen. No, 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 he, he took it around and kicked... Nah, I might be getting mixed yeah, up. But we, we, I think we we drew one all. No, I think I think you're a band elected. Doesn't matter, whatever. We played um, played Leverkusen and we we stayed in Cologne because Leverkusen's like this industrial town and Cologne's really pretty. So we stayed there. We arrived at right about 11 o'clock at our hotel and at that point there was a mob... I might be exaggerating now, but as I remember it, about 200 Spurs just walking down the street, marching, chanting, and just hearing windows going through and it all kicking off. And this is like 11 o'clock at night, the night before the game. I don't know what it was, if it arranged, but as I arrived, that's what I was experiencing. And I thought, wait, well, lovely. <laughs> this is, uh, is European. What, what I will uh, hasten to add uh, for whoever asked the question. There'll be a lot of talking about brassing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which I don't, uh, don't think is a good idea. Going to watch Tottenham away in Europe is one of the best experiences that, uh, that I've had. It's so much fun. Me too. Um, yeah, so you will have, uh, you will, you will have a great time. Uh, it's Javad. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Um, 
Yeah, Watford away at MK confirmed. We'd be given dispensation yeah. for that to happen. Uh, we talked a bit about it last week. But um, have you got any feelings about it? Do you care? Well, not massively. You know, in terms, I think, you know, I can see why they've done it. I know <laughs> everyone's kicking off and that, but it doesn't really... Do you, do you think that, you know, that it's... You know, they're talking about MK Dons and there's this kind of ethical issue involved. But do you think, like... It's only football and don't get too caught up on it. And you know, if you're really going to be concerned about something, then maybe. But I think I just think the way everyone's, you know, if, if it's it's what they've had to do, isn't it? Wembley's not available. What do you, what do you want us to do? What do you want, like, you know? I think the way some, the way some fans reacted when they had announced how long it's going to take to get the stadium finished, yeah. it was just like, what, what you're going to? Why are you getting upset? It ain't yeah. going to change anything, is it? Just accept that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and just get on with your life. Like I think that this is another one. It's a bit of a non-story. Mm-hmm. I think. I think they could have switched the fixture. But what to give it to Watford? Yeah, but then I guess there's less revenue. But I thought that's what we were going to do anyway. I didn't know we were going to play at MK. I'd rather we'd not play there. But um, my feelings about the whole AMF thing have kind of mellowed since we first started doing this podcast. I was yeah. like, well, if you want to go, then just fucking go. But yeah. don't tell anyone else not to. I mean, people just do what they want to do, don't they? I was going to say, like back, like back in the day, like you know, um, with, with kind of uh, AMF <coughs> and. Like as like obviously yeah, fully supportive, and now as I've got a bit older, I'm just kind of it's not that I, not that I care less, but it just if I was to continue with that um, and support it throughout, you just I don't know you just become a hypocrite of of a lot of stuff saying ah oh, like no I don't believe in that but I'll do this yeah. uh, and it's just kind of shooting what what's suitable for you and your agenda and whatever you want to do, but I'm not. I don't know. I, I know what you mean. But I, I, yeah, I, I've I've completely mellowed like like tea on it. But it's just. Um, I just think it's all fucked, isn't it? So what are we going to do? What can we do I don't about know. it? We tried. There were a lot of people that tried. There was a big movement about seven or eight years ago to try and fix football and make it better. But no one's interested. Everyone just wants to go football and and, and have that element of escapism, and that's yeah, what ultimately yeah. football is about. And Tottenham's about. Is it's escaping shit for for ninety minutes or yeah. however long, or the, when you listen to this podcast, so you don't have to li- listen to your mind. Well, that's <laughs> all. Watch the news. Or watch, yeah. yeah, this is that's it's, what, it's escape. That's what it's escape from reality. And yeah. no one, no one wants. Like what I found is I, I bleat a lot on Facebook and Twitter, and I think I, I wound a lot of people up. Yeah. Because they don't want to hear it. They don't, no. They don't mind paying the money. <laughs> don't mind the fact that the atmosphere isn't that great anymore. So, uh, yeah, just, I, I mean, there's lots of really worthy causes that could that you could help out with that kind of energy. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm actually saying just think like football's fucked, isn't it, basically? But, well, the world is fucked. Is that, why, is, why, why is football immune? <laughs> well, I see it. It says, yeah, it's, everything's fucked. Personally, love a bit of escapism for you. No, but that, that's the message is, you know. I mean, personally, I, 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 I remember going to the game and I wouldn't want to go to the ground, but the people do then suit themselves. Um, we've got a, an, an interesting study to, to show that the game's fucked and, and, and really kind of ram it home, which is an interesting part in a second. Um, but I, I went to your stand-up, Carl. You got another stand-up as well on Wednesday. Where is it? Uh, well, I think I'm doing. I think I'm doing a thing called the Farringdon Fringe this Wednesday. You, you think? So well, if you yeah. say go and buy tickets and watch well, Carl, I've don't got say asked that. to do it, and then um, I've not had any details. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not really checked. I've not chased them up. But I've, yeah, I'm around. I'm gigging in London the next couple of weeks. Actually, I'm back. I'm coming out of my 
two-week post-Edinburgh holiday your tone, your tone strikes me as a man who's too successful, that he doesn't have to push his own career anymore. No, that's not true at all. I just, um, I'm just brassic. I'm not doing it very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy nowadays. Just in my garden. I built a wooden bar the other day. Yeah? Yeah, for the garden. It's lovely. Nice. Well, you what, want Swanson now. I built a stuff out of wood. <laughs> I am, actually. I loved it. Is it in, indoor? No, it's an outdoor bar. Painted what? it. So I, I, what I did was I found... Two pallets around the corner, yeah, and then got loads of other. Put out and bought some more wood, yeah. And out of the pallets are the sort of basic basis of it. And I've built a third side, and then I've put a shelf in underneath. Yeah, and I've. Is there any cover? It. Any overhead cover? No, I've, I've painted it in a in a lovely um, outdoor like fence. Yeah, but how's that going to paint? How's that going to protect you against the rain? Sort of well, it's rainproof, but it's only... No, you. Can, no, you no, say no, it will only be used for hot days. When I was drinking the garden, I was pissing down, am I? Mrs. <laughs> 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 comes home. It's it's like storms and shit. Half past three in the own. afternoon, and you sit in <laughs> On my own in the garden, leaning on my own bar. Working <laughs> Foster's. <So. laughs> With an umbrella. <laughs> Come and join I've got, me. I've got to use the bar. Yeah, I've done the bar, and I've got to use it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get upset anymore about silly things. <laughs> I went to I went, building stuff in my garden. I went to watch you uh, one of your shows uh, a couple of months back. Then. Uh, where was that? Uh, it was on the South Bank. Um, oh yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, the other, other belly. That was good. And you you told us uh, a part of your stand up was the story about the uh, <laughs> uh, your makeshift. Um, Cooking oh, ayahuasca tea. Yeah. yeah w- would you mind at the end of this pod for those people that listen to it telling that story? I'll do a sh- quick version because that's on stage. That's a long story. Yeah, man. it's like ten minutes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, you, I can give you a, a yeah. bridged version at the end. That, yeah. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, I won't know. It's, it's so good. It's, um, yeah, it's so I don't funny. Recommend. Well, I don't know. No, no. Listen, we'll see. We'll, we'll come to it at the end. So stick, those that want to stick around for that because. It's very funny. Copper90 uh, released a published uh, published a study concerning habits of Gen Z. What's that? Generation Z. Does that mean the latest generation or yeah, young, the newest, yeah, youngest yeah, yeah. kids? Yeah. In so wit- below millennials. Yeah. What are we, so you're. We're still. I'm, we're, I think. How old are you? I'm old. In my forties. Forty-one. So I'm, 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 I'm like first generation <laughs> millennial. I think I'm thirty-six, and I think I'm just about getting to millennials. Really? But I'm sort of also crossed that. I'm on the border with millennials and Gen Y. No, Gen. X, is it? Yeah. yeah I so think you're, are you sure? Yeah, 30, like, it's basically... You weren't 18 in the year 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why. So, mm. it's, oh, yeah, so I think it's like early 80s born. Oh, 17, yeah. Early, early to mid-80s birth is like technically millennials, I think. Or yeah. early to early 80s to like well, you, 90. But that's me. So we fucked up mayonnaise, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mayonnaise is not a big thing now that millennials are... Should we, should we do this in the second half, love? Because I know you... No one ever... Yeah. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. And I'll start off with the young players. So the under-17s entered the Euro Youth Cup in Germany this weekend, and we won the tournament. We beat Saarbrücken 3-1, the local side there. Then we drew 0-0 with Anderlecht um, before playing Anderlecht again in the semi-final. Beat them 3-0. And then we beat Galatasaray in the final. And to top it off, Janil Bennett was named player of the tournament. So 
All in all, fantastic tournament. The goals came from Harvey White, Tara Whitaker, and Niall John in the first game, Rafferty Perdice, Cooper, and Max Robson in the third game, and Harvey White again against Galatasaray. I don't think I mentioned the Checker Trade match last week, so an under 21 side played Crawley Town in the Checker Trade. We drew one all. Our goal came from Shayon Harrison. And when it's a draw in that competition, they have a penalty shootout to determine who gets an additional point. And we lost the shootout with Paris Magoma missing his penalty. Uh, it was a very young team from Spurs. Certainly our centre-backs were young. We had uh, Lewis Binks and uh, Malachi Walcott at the back. So very young, two out of three centre-backs. And, and by all accounts, they played, the, the, the youngsters played well. Jamie Bowden, I gather, was one of the strongest performers on the night. So great experience for some of those young players. A weekend squad, of course, because it's been International Week and a number of our players are off representing their countries. Um, so, so well done to them. We've had some, some loan debuts. So Marcus Edwards, as we know, is on loan at um, Excelsior in the Eredivisie. And he's made his debut and there's a video of him doing the rounds on his debut. Sam Shishua now has made his debut for Atletico Balleres. Uh, no videos of him as yet, but uh, good to see him get his professional debut. Connor Ogilvy has made his second debut for Gillingham. Odomar as yet hasn't made his debut for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, they've not played yet, but he has been representing the England under-21s. His first match of the season, actually. And I thought he had a, a reasonable game in the bits I saw. Um, he played 60-odd minutes in that, so um, good for his fitness build-up. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On Your Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cup podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Fansbet. Um, uh, Fansbet sponsored pod, uh, and, and the part of the reason we work with them is to is because they're they're giving back half their profits to uh, worthy causes. And throughout the season, we're going to be looking for worthy causes. Spurs fans that um, need a leg up in life for one reason or another. Um, so at some point in the season, we're going to be finding someone who is worthy of that, I guess, or, or, is, or is in need. Um, so uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, if you can sign up for a Fansbet account, go to the website, the fansbet.com, select Fighting Cock in the drop-down, and uh, you can get, get, get involved and uh, you know, lose all your money. Bet in. <laughs> and then apply for the, yeah. the help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when the fun stops, stop. Yeah, because the fun may, may never stop. And if that's the case, then you've got, got a problem. Uh, Copper90 uh, recently published a study uh, concerning habits of Gen Z football fans in which they found that 46% of 16, 16 to 24-year-olds in the UK support at least two teams. 27% uh, support three or more. And 41% of support 16 to 19-year-olds support a team in the Liga. Oh. Like, like old men, how are we gonna how are we gonna deal with this? I feel kids up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say blow with kids up? I beat kids up. Kids up. <laughs> I need to start blowing kids up, mate. Hey. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> I think I think football has become a lot more part, a lot less partisan in this day and age. But I, I just, I guess, are, I, I think kids are less tribal, isn't it? In that sense, yeah, yeah, I, I guess because of FIFA and and, and that yeah, kind of thing. I mean. When I was growing up, if someone didn't support a team, you'd left them alone. But now everyone's got a team because the Premier League is so... Um, it's just everywhere. It's ubiquitous. Everywhere. Everyone has at least one team that, that they like. They haven't... I mean, with you two, I mean, Ricky and Flav, your parents pass it down to you and you've got... You know, you understand 
the terrorist culture. Not everyone's got that. Now, now a lot of people are priced out. They watch football on TV, so they don't feel that strongly about one team or another. So I, I understand it. I also think modern parents let their kids pick their own team. Yeah. Because modern parents are much more easy going in like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, I think we were, for our parents are probably of that generation where they just told you who you support. Yeah. And if you didn't, I, then you had to live somewhere I, else. I, I my, my, my dad didn't force me to support Spurs. He's just that it, I, obviously my brothers did and he did. And I was like, well, why wouldn't I want well, to get yeah. involved in so, that? Yeah, I was sort of forced into that. But everyone I know who's got kids, they're like, oh yeah, he's, he supports Chelsea. It's like, why? Why are you letting him do that? Yeah. Well, T, you, you got, but he ain't got, he ain't got any money to buy a kit. Yeah. See, you're more open-minded, aren't you? You think you're gonna, you, you hope that that you're. I, I hope my boy supports Tottenham, and I've got him, got him the kit and that. But his older brother supports Tottenham. That's helpful. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he listens yeah. to his brother more than he listens to me. Yeah. So, um, so for that point of view, I hope he does support Tottenham. I mean, obviously Arsenal's off limits. Um, Is that where you draw the line? Yeah, that's where I draw the line. Absolutely. I say, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not funding that. At yeah. all, mm. but but no, I think there's a lot less partisan. And as for supporting the Liga team, as I said, it's on TV. It's there. Yeah. What is I, did, I didn't grow up with it. I didn't grow up with um, European football on TV, so I can't really relate. I mean, you know, I'd, like like back in the day, if you would have said like, uh, I, I don't think there was a lot of surveys of how many La Liga teams that you would support, and like supporting it'd be like, oh, do you? I don't know whether it's like. In the question, do you support uh, La Liga side? And you'd be like, oh no, I follow Barcelona. He's got Messi. But oh right, you support them. There you go, box tick. Yeah. Exactly. It, it is that. that like you actually yeah. look out for their yeah. results? So what, what their you team supporting the team? Yeah, yeah, to, be, yeah. to be fair, I work with a girl who is a Madridista in her own words, okay. and you know follows their results. She. In England, she she likes Arsenal, but she's not. She's kind of ambivalent towards them. But so is she from Madrid? No, no, no. She's from. Norfolk. <laughs> Something like that. You know, you're not, you're not I mean, in mind of the mark. Well, but, I don't like your colleague, but, to be honest. But yeah, it's yeah. like... Um, your colleague can go to hell. But I don't know, it's, um, I think maybe, you know, maybe when we're all older, they'll laugh at us for being diehards. Maybe people who are diehard fans will be the outcasts. Like, when I was, when I was a kid, like, like Flav was saying, I, I don't remember my dad telling me I have to support Tottenham but it was just something that I grew up with and it was just that that's the, the, the line I'm going to take and with my kids I've always been like um, I'm not going to I'm not going to impress upon them they have to support Tottenham yeah. but naturally because their dad goes to Tottenham every week and uh, they see my Tottenham stuff that uh, they support them, and my and they they wouldn't they, they wouldn't go to or ask to support another club or anything but uh, my eldest said to me dad and I was like yeah she said you know, I support Tottenham. And I was like, yeah. She said, would you... Would, would you mind if I supported Wales as well? <laughs> and I said, knock yourself out, darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go for it. I like Wales. I don't, I don't know why, but I just got a thing for Wales. Really? And I was like... She's not talking about the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no, no, no. Fucking knock yourself out. So, support whatever country you want it. Did you bring in Gareth Bale? The fact that you... No, 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 no. I just left it. Probably should have done. Uh, maybe another. <laughs> Actually, I forget what I was about to say. Uh, username underscore also underscore in underscore use from Reddit. From Reddit. <sighs> um, apologies in advance. Uh, when I spit in the urinal while taking a whiz, and some of the spit comes back up into my mouth because it failed to fully disconnect, do I now have piss all over my mouth, or the part that touched the piss uh, uh, and has broken down? is the part that contains the piss. 
I am wondering if the piss travels upstream and the bit that was left over is full of ill piss. I mean, what, how... Either he's really short or his spit is... Like, I think like, he's talking the, about if he does a spit and, it, and he drags it back into a urinal and up. up. Uh, I, yeah. That's impossible. He's a liar, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm calling bullshit on this guy. So if he tasted piss, though, if he, if he wants to do Basically, it. Basically, this guy drinks piss and he wants us to say it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we've got a lesson for you, son. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not you, just spitting everywhere, yeah, right? Just, you know, we, you don't need our. Approval, mate. I, I've, ne- I've never, got, I've, I've never got it that when I'm at a urinal, someone walks in and they just like spit into the urinal. Yeah, so, like you've got like an excess of saliva that you just like during your at your desk or yeah. whatever. You're like, right, I need to go to the toilet. Got it's died off. Spitting's died off, isn't it? Oh yeah. Do you remember like that eighties and nineties? Yeah, it was all over the place. And that, but yeah. now, if you go to some countries, if you go yeah. to India, everyone spits. So there was Singapore, it's Hartwell, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. So yeah. it's chewing, chewing gum, yeah. isn't it? Um, there's two things that were big in the 80s and 90s. Spitting was one, yeah. and white dog poo was another one. Yeah. And somebody uh, said... That I, I've read a, a, something like... Oh, sh- there was a lot of chalk in the... In, in the, the diet. In the diet of... Yeah, in, like, dog yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what you'd see a lot in the 90s. A lot... 80s and 90s, a lot of white dog poo around. Right. What is the chalk in the diet? Do- the, there's, like, Yeah, chalk. the diets of dogs are changed, so now dog shits are much more... Wholesome. Delicious looking. <laughs> <laughs> That is yuck. Yeah, that question was. Oh, yeah, I told you that. Um, By some liar. So, uh, with with the countdown to Brexit now being only 200 days away, if you had to expel three. I love this. This is my type of question. Three foreign players from our senior squad. Who would you choose and why? Regardless of outgoing transfer fees. So, three foreigners, you get out. Uh, I'll start. <laughs> I mean, Lorenzo like Lorente can. L- Lorente, he can go, innit? It'd be, it'd be yeah. Lorente, Sissoko, and Nkuda, wouldn't it? I don't know. Yeah. But if we're going to be like proper bricks, we've got to say someone better to kind of, you know. Davison <laughs> <and> Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> great, got part of the ball. Great player, but get him out. Yeah, he's not welcome <laughs> he's anymore. He's not welcome anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck him. Great player, but don't look right. Yeah, but Brexit means Brexit, yeah. right? so he's off. Yeah. Go for, I'd, I'd probably go for someone that I'd probably go with a uh, uh, different country, Ben Davies. And they'd be like, well, it's, you know, he's, he's still part of it. I'd be like, no, no, no. Hard no. border, mate. You want yeah, a hard border? Yeah. Hard, hard Brexit. <laughs> you want a hard Brexit? He goes as well. Well, their country voted Brexit, so well, there you go. Who, who, what, who do you mean their country? Wales. Wales. All right. They voted so. Brexit, so yeah, fuck them. It's a pejorative <laughs> term there. We're talking about a nation. Well, they're not English, are they? Yeah, in English. <laughs> Get them out. Right, Ben Davies. And uh, I, I reckon a lot of people who are racist might not like Kieran Trippier because they're confused. <laughs> With a lot of ambiguity yeah, around here. Yeah, Piers appears like one of them, but then when they dig deeper, they realise he, he perhaps isn't and it offends them. Yeah. Not me, though. Oh, I like Kira Trippi, he's all right. I love yeah. him. You know, he's a good bloke. Yeah. Not like that, no, no, no. Um, yeah, how, how are you with all the old Brexit stuff? How am I with yeah, it? Because it looks like we're going to get a no deal. What does that mean? It, I don't think they'd let that happen. Will they not? They let, well, I didn't think Brexit would happen. No, I, I did. I've got one money on it, innit? Did you I, vote, I, vote for I, it? I, voted for it. I, no, that's good, yeah. No. Once, I put my, once I put my bet down, I thought I might as well vote for it now, innit? Why, I can't bet against my own vote. No, I, um, I, I just knew it was going to happen. I knew, I knew what this country's like, mate. <laughs> I could smell it in the air, so I just put some money on it to cheer myself up when the inevitable happened. Yeah, well, how much did you win? 
uh, a couple of hundred quid. And what did you do with the money? Um, I just started uh, building a bunker. Big <laughs> <laughs> cans of beans. A bar. I'm building a bar in the background. <laughs> what a shotgun and loads of cans, mate. Um, T, in case we run out of questions, let's keep this second off going. Do you mind going on Twitter and have a little look? Cheers. Um, so, uh, Heisenberg42 on Twitter, he says, Spurs eventually opened their new ground and you are in attendance. For some bizarre reason, we are playing the Arsenal Legends eleven. This is your only opportunity to run on the pitch. Do you, give, do you run on and give uh, Harry Kane a hug or, and a kiss? Or do you lay a punch on Judas Henry or someone else? It would be funny just to go in, just two-footed on someone. <laughs> Proper just... I prefer it if, if it was the current team, because then you could actually do something with it. They're old and retired and don't really mean anything anymore. That Whereas would be funny. If though. it's a Bamiyang, if you're running on and double-footing someone to damage Arsenal's hopes this season... You do owe us all Mkhitaryan or Aubameyang. Yeah, but imagine, oh, imagine going, imagine, know. imagine a high foot in Ray Parler. Yeah, do, do you know? Do, I don't <laughs> think anything would bring me more gra- satisfaction. Satisfaction. <laughs> doing Ray Parler. Sprint, sprinting on and two footing Pires. Oh, sending him over. Yeah, he would dive out of the way. Yeah, he he would. Yeah. Um, it, I think really deeper down, this is a question on whether you love Tottenham more than you hate Arsenal. Or do you hate Arsenal more than you love Tottenham? It's, they're, they're, it's a symbiotic Inextricably linked. The problem, oh, oh. The, the problem with these things is that Henri and Campbell are both considerably bigger than me. And, um, but they won't If I was to two foot them, I don't think it would hurt them that much. They'd have to really not see me coming for it to really take any effect. You don't believe in yourself. Imagine, you don't believe in yourself, but imagine that as well. You run on the pitch and you're, you, you double foot someone and it has no impact. And then they don't even react. everybody, the world's media. Exactly. Just, they, everyone just stops and watches you get up. So that's why I'd hug Harry Kane, just to kind of, you know, avoid the, the shame of not being able to injure someone and I've really yeah. tried to do it. I think if you... I mean, the, the breaking point of a knee, I learnt this from doing karate when I was eight, uh, that if you, <laughs> if you do a side kick to the knee yeah. and it's straight, it's pretty easy to break it. You're part of Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I was uh, no, I was a part of a Sobel Young Karate Club. Cool. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah, really, really strict yeah, yeah. about everything. I did Aikido, my dear. We all did a martial art. What martial arts did you do? I, I didn't I do one. I, was, I, I didn't do one. No. I wish I did. You did definitely one. You, yeah, you stink I, of a childhood martial art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did karate. My dad's black belt. Your dad's a black belt karate? I knew yeah, this, yeah, actually. So he forced me to do it. Yeah. That's what amazing. What belt did you get up to? Uh, I think I got to, like, green belt or something. I, I was, like, I pushed it out way before... But because I was his son, like, and he would be taking the classes, he'd make me fight everyone. Uh, and it was just like, <laughs> fuck's sake, man. Bummering. Bring it in there. The teacher's bullying us. Yeah. His son. Oh, no, he can't even complain. He's your dad. No, yeah. Get in there, mate. Show me what you got. Earn my love. <laughs> um, do you reckon, like, if you, you could have your dad now then? Yeah, definitely. Well, he's still a black belt and cry. He's still going to have yeah, technique. Uh, yeah, yeah. still yeah. punch your in your practice chip. anymore, though. No, no, no. He's, he's 65 or something like that. Mm. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to. I'd, I'd, I'd take him out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That'd be quite funny. Good. Okay, you got a question. He's going to hear this, and he's going to, like, when we're <laughs> so on Saturday. Out. He'll go, yeah, like, all right. de- We'll just be scanning our tickets. He'll be like, Rick, and they just ding me on the chin. Unagi. Yeah, I, I heard it. This wedding I was at the weekend... I reminded my mate Garrett, who I've known since I was seven, we made a bet when we were about 15 that we both, like, at some point in our lives, we were allowed to punch the other one clean in the face <laughs> without the other one expecting it. But as long as it's well-timed in a funny location and time, the other person's not allowed to take it badly. What if you're not sure about Spark Out, though? Well, yeah, no, that's it. That's the, that's the aim. <laughs> but no-one's ever 
no one's ever cashed it in. And I, I, I told him it this weekend, and he'd forgotten it like two, about a month afterwards. Oh, I've got like, you reminded him. Well, I reminded him because I said to him, "Do you know how annoying it is? I've thought about that every time I've been with you for <laughs> 20, maybe twenty years, and he's just not even thought about it. So every time I'm with him, I think oh, I might get punched in the head, and he's not even considered it. Well, he will now. Yeah, now he's back in. Now the game's back, back on. Game. So I could have done it this weekend during the wedding, but I thought, oh wait. I oh, bet you should have dropped him during the wedding. There's, an, there's another question. Um, would you rather throw a beach ball on the pitch, Sunderland v Liverpool style, which leads to Arsenal scoring the goal that wins the Premiership, it's on camera and everyone knows it was you, or 500 random people on the planet die, no one knows you were involved? I underscore underscore Inferno on Twitter. Uh... I'd say 500 people die. I mean, that's that many people die every second anyway. Yeah, yeah. so it's not, it's not going to make much difference to the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd be pretty unlucky if you, even on the peripheries of your social circles, it affected one of them. Yeah. It may well do. But... You'd rather that the people know that you've made Arsenal win the league. But you'd, yeah, never, yeah, you'd never know... That than them win the league. Yeah, you'd never know... If, like, the amount of people that just die... You wouldn't know if one of them, the one, if you knew someone that died, you wouldn't know if that's one of your 500, isn't it? Mm. Well, and, I, and I kind of believe in the balance, in that, that there needs to be a balance on this planet, and yeah. it's heavily tilted towards humans currently. I mean, so, uh, what we're saying is we need a cull. Yeah, we need, we need some sort of cull. <laughs> I'm reading a book about that. It's quite blowing up kids. It's called Mind Pump. Let's go back to that. <laughs> 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 I tried reading that, I got to 10 pages, I just it's couldn't do it anymore. Hard work. It's hard it really work. is. Why did you try reading it? What did you. Because I just wanted to see what it was about. Really? I studied a little bit in school. I thought, well, well, didn't, I think we got the gist of it. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there's there there quite a lot of yeah. a fallout. I think there was a lot. Actually, we didn't get off. You've not seen yeah. Saving Private Ryan. That all stems from my comp. Yeah, well, I thought I think he had some hidden depth, actually. Yeah, yeah. And he had more to say that we gave him credit for. <laughs> the, book, the book's called Station Eleven, and it's about a flu that wipes out civilization as we know it. Yeah, I mean, something's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's AI. Just That's what's a... killing the bees. You know what's killing the bees, apparently? It's mobile phones. Is it? Yeah, mate. Electromagnetic <laughs> frequencies. That's how, they, that's how they sort of navigate it. Oh, I swear that everyone's been banging on about the bees for ages, though. Yeah, but that's because they're all dying, mate. Well, you say that. Guess what I found in my garden this weekend? What, a bee? No, not a bee. Oh, right. Actually, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a bee, but uh, thankfully, because we need them. A flower. A European hornet's nest. Really? A nest. Shit. In a hollowed out tree. They are angry bees, mate. Do you know what? I did a bit of research, and they're not actually aggressive. Not, not like the common wasp that can get to fuck. They are so, non-aggressive, uh, even though they look terrifying. And what happens is um, they get aggressive if you mow a lawn near their nest. They don't like that. As you, as you, as you would. I'll get, I'll get pissed off when the next-door neighbours mow their lawn. <laughs> so you can understand what a hornet's nest is like. They're like, fuck this cunt. <laughs> trying to sleep in it. Um, do you know they're the only wasp that can fly at night? And that's why what happens is that why they're terrifying is that if you if, if you've got a nest near your house and the lights are on on the inside, uh, you'll hear ding, ding, ding at your window. You look at the window and there's these fucking ginormous little, like, little as you would say, angry wasps. This is educational, man. This is yeah. deep. Yeah, and uh, in Germany, it, you, there's a fine of fifty thousand euros if you destroy a hornet's nest, such as their impact on the uh, environment. Right. You, you, fell, you fell down a hornet hole at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, on YouTube, I got, I got, I, well, my house is close to being infested by them, yeah. so I needed to find out whether or not I was going to die. Um, we've got another question. Uh, Barry Crowhurst, he says, if you had to choose between going around naked or having the fort, your forts appear in fort bubbles 
above your head for everyone to read. Oh, which would you shit. choose? That's hard because it, 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 it's hard for me. I don't know. You, you guys answer first. Cause I, so, what are the options? So, uh, either you, go naked. You're or naked or... all the time. Yeah. Or you get a bubble across your head that appears that everything. Have you thought you have? <laughs> So you, no matter what, you'd be trying to talk to somebody in a shop, whatever. You're, oh, you're, what you're no, thinking about them is no, they out. I can't know that. Yeah, I mean, because I'm trying to look good naked. I've been trying to lose weight, so maybe I would doing go, well though. Maybe, maybe I would go naked, but then I don't know if I see if, I'm, if I've had a few drinks and I see an attractive girl in a bar and my girlfriend's with me, then you yeah, might go pear shaped. Because mm. yeah. it's involuntary, isn't it? Why not um, just move to a country where they don't speak English? And there are no and women. They can't read your thoughts, innit? There'd be someone in random a, letters. Sorry, yeah, yeah, it's pictorial. Yeah. It's pictorial. Well, it doesn't say pictorial. <laughs> no, you too. I've added another caveat there. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, yeah, I, um, so yeah, sometimes I have some really weird thoughts. And I think so, we all do, but no one mentions them. Like, yeah. there's a couple of times I'm like, I'd like to slap that kid in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love to slap it. It's really irritating, that kid. I'm going to slap him right in the face. I'd, I'd you don't do it, because obviously it's well, of course. not socially acceptable. I read the book called The Slap. Don't do not do it. People take massive... What effect. is the synopsis of that book? I've seen it around. Like, there's a party in the, in the flat, in, uh, in the house, in the garden, and this kid's being a proper dick, and any righteous human being would give him a backhand. Yeah. Um, and this guy decides, like, yeah, all right, I'm going to do it, and slaps the kid in front of everyone... And um, it's not his kid; it's someone else's kid. Someone else's and kid. And it's about all the ramifications of that decision. Yeah, his life falls apart. It was a film or show of a made it an Australian it? TV show? They okay. made a TV version. My favourite part of it is the is the the video, the viral video that went around where he slapped the kid, and then. Some guy comes up to him and goes, You can't slap my kid, and he slaps the dad. Yeah, I've seen that. The barbecue. The barbecue. The mum gets up and he slaps the, slaps the mum, and he's just walking around. <laughs> it's like airplane. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. It's a good, it's a good book, but it, but it just reminds me of fucking uppity, um, sort of middle class, self righteous, without any real problems in their life apart from the inner horror that exists in every middle class person, the existential blight of being alive. The, uh, <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> it gets darker every season. Like, not the actual content, but the but, underlying yeah. tone of it gets getting more and more. Getting older, aren't we? That's it, um, so That's it's what I'm we're talking about. Racism, Brexit, garden. closer borders, slapping kids, yeah. and uh, middle-class existentialism. Yeah. Yeah. I've, got, I've got another question. Go on. From Bean J. Wright on Twitter. Which players are most likely to be A, racist, B, gay, C, nonce, that's a paedophile for non-English people. And D, <laughs> devout religious type. A devout religious oh, type. Out of what, out which I'd, current squad players? Would it be, oh, it'd probably be better for Spurs if you do the entire yeah, footballing world. And, be a bit. and this is all obviously historical. hypothetical. Historical. Oh, historical. Make it, give us a bit more of a broader palette. I, 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 gay, I, I'd, like, I, I'd go for someone who wouldn't necessarily look... Well, Dave Mackay. Exactly. I mean, that's not actually... Is this dodgy ground? Can we just... Because it's... Yeah, it could be a bit dodgy ground if we kind of name... Racist, you can do. Racist, all right. Um, <laughs> Teddy Sheringham. He strikes me as somebody who wouldn't mind a bit of Brexit. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, stinks of Brexit. <laughs> I think Teddy Sheringham... I could have said something else, but I can't say him. I, 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 I'm going to say, though, that... Voting Brexit doesn't make you racist. No, not at all. But for no, a lot I think Teddy Sheridan it was a racist decision. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I'm a, I, this is all hypothetical. Yeah, of course, absolutely. absolutely. Teddy, if you're listening. No, I'm not. I'm, I absolutely agree. It's not. I've not, not only voted Brexit as a racist. No, absolutely. So, but some, I think, you know, definitely it, 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 with a certain worldview, that, that would have been part of their oh, beliefs. But I, I, uh, I, I like to think that Teddy Sheridan's sitting there somewhere, a couple of young brasses around him, going, yep. That's exactly what I think. Listening to this podcast, they're, they're nailing exactly what I think. It strikes me somebody's got, like, he'll sit in a little villa that he owns in Spain. Yeah. And he'll go, the thing is now, you walk from London, no one's speaking English yeah. like you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's a strip club anywhere in this world that's actually playing our podcast while they're under... Can you imagine that? What? Why? What do you, you mean? mean so, so instead, instead of music... <laughs> Just they play our podcast. Yeah, they play our podcast. <laughs> no, no, not, even the, not even the theme tunes of the podcast. No. Just us talking. Yeah. Just conversations. <laughs> Gyrating. Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Anyway. May well be. Um, yeah, we're coming to the end. Thankfully. Uh, what are the other options, though? <laughs> just out of curiosity. Michael Gove was um, gay, non-racist, or devout religious type. Oh, devout religious. You can do devout. Who do you reckon is a devout religious type? Uh, I think we know. I mean, Lucas Moore, he's, he's religious. Oh, yeah. Massively. I I Yeah. Uh, the most probably. Well, Glenn Hoddle is probably the most of them all, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yep, maybe. Um, and Harry Kane deals with God. Does he? You think so? Who do you reckon is the least religious? Who do you reckon is the most sort of staunch atheist? Someone like Berbatov or someone like wouldn't give a shit with these. Probably yeah. read all like Jean Paul Sartre books. And... I, I, I reckon Brad Friedel is that guy. Friedel. Friedel. Oh, I, I don't know. know. Yeah. Devout yeah. Christian uh, evangelist. Uh, evangelist. Yeah. You reckon? Evangelical. 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 Um, I reckon he voted for. Uh, my, he loves Mike Pence. Do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is an accusation. Brad Friedel loves Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, final question of the podcast. Um, never wear <laughs> never wear socks again or never wear underwear again. Active and blind. Um, never let there be another international break because this is the kind of podcast you get. Yeah. But 30% all the way through. 30% those who still listen to the podcast uh, are the 30%. They're, they're here every single time. There's 30% that go all the way through. Yeah. How do you get those stats? ACAST. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know what, you could do that. What are you on? We were on Acast for our babysitting Trevor one, uh, and we were on uh, Libsyn for our normal one. Libsyn? Libsyn. How are the podcast going? They're all right. Well, because so, me and Chris are currently sort of separated, sort of by the Atlantic Ocean. It, oh, so there hasn't been a rift? No, you. not at all, but Chris moved to LA. Hey, what are you... <laughs> we're looking... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For the listeners, let's explain what's just happened here. Uh, so, um, one of my favourite things, and, and then I pick the packet that I get when I buy cigarettes, is Based that, on the picture. Yeah, whoever passes... Somewhere in government, with no creative control... Um, because this, the, 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 the one, the packet we're looking at is smoking causes strokes and disability, and it's a woman screaming, and a bloke who's clearly been dead about eight hours yeah, yeah, yeah. next oh, to yeah. a radiator, and she's screaming. I mean, they're class, classing death as a disability. Oh, I yeah. think, in this description. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That isn't a disabled person. Which is the worst disability you can get, <laughs> yeah, I reckon. That's yeah, death is the worst disability. That's certainly not a disabled person. <laughs> No, he's not. I mean, that's... He's dead. No, he's dead. Long very dead. Long. I mean, he's very pale. My favourite one's the shotgun through the cock. That's, that's my favourite. Uh, the shotgun through the cock. So it's, it's, it's a picture where it says impot- uh, smoking causes impotence and there's a bloke where his body's there and he's just got this massive hole blown through his cock. Wow. And uh, it looks like someone's shotgun his cock. That's, that's my brand. 
Uh, as Bill Hicks said, uh, low birth weight, that's my brand. You, that's yeah. comedians. I that. know. <laughs> you are a comedian. <laughs> Thank you. Do you think he's overrated or are Bill you Hicks. a big fan of him? I think he was a very funny comedian. I do think he was, you know, I don't, a lot of the sort of stuff he talked about, I think, now is a bit dated. You know, I mean, some of it's still very present, stuff about advertising and that, but a lot of the religious stuff and that, I've, just, I've heard so many other versions of and that, and now I can't, I can't really go back and listen to it because it just feels like listening to old stuff. Yeah. But it was, what is? I mean, yeah, it was ages ago. He was very good at, yeah, for his time, he was amazing. Mm. So I can't really, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I can't really fault him there. I was a bit betrayed when he stopped smoking. He was, wasn't he dying of cancer? Right. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>, pussy. <laughs> if you're going anyway. You've come this far, Bill. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, See the game out. I knew, I knew he was dying of cancer, but I didn't, I didn't think that... I don't think, I mean, he probably he might have stopped before. I've just... I, I, yeah, like, I, he I, did die of some form of cancer. Pancreatic cancer he died yeah. of. And, and, That's uh, not even related to smoking, Nothing it? to do with smoking, so it's just un- like, luck, innit? Yeah. Do you need to answer this question, this last question? Nah. No. Uh, um, I was saying no underwear. No under and no socks. I get my feet rub and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no socks. Underwear. I'm not. I'm okay with going commander. Yeah, there is one more thing we've got to do. What? Car story. Oh, how long have you got? I don't care how long it is. We've got to do the story. I'll get a really abridged version. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I'll try and get it down. Like, just quickly get into it. So, have you heard of ayahuasca? Yes. yes. Hallucinogenic yes. tea brewed in the Amazon by from the root and bark of a tree yeah and you go people go over there sit with a shaman they drink the tea and they have hallucinogens hallucinations it's not just any it's not like just taking some truffles and oh uh, uh, it's not at all it's like it's, it's a proper intense night of visions and all that sort of stuff and people say it's, it's healed them of their depression and anxiety and all these sorts of things it's like yeah but some people have really bad experiences yeah i wouldn't so, some people pur- purge you purge like, yeah, you your vomit, vomit is yeah but some people shit themselves and yeah. they, every, most people vomit on what it i've always wanted to know is there someone cleaning up when they're tripping or they're left in there what a shaman sort of is there to wipe their ass no no you I mean your ass is your ass <laughs> you're your own your responsibility as my, my shaman said to me <laughs> just before we began all the spiritual stuff but then he said but one more point your ass is your ass <laughs> <laughs> and your your shaman was much <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he? Huh? Your shaman was from Archway. No, he was from Plumstead. <laughs> 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 but no, but this is so, I've done, this is that was a later time. I've done it. I say, I've done it properly. Second time. <laughs> but the first time I did it, me and my mate got hold of the ingredients online. We could, you can order. You can basically, we found a place that used to sell the tree bark and root, and you could brew it yourself. So we did that. We got hold of all this tree bark and that. We just did all this research about how to brew ayahuasca. And it, it took ages, about 10 hours, you had to brew it in four different pots. You had to keep changing the water and you had to use distilled water, which you had to buy. My mate had to buy a big bottle and all that. So anyway, we, we planned it. We, was, we had a family, we were going to brew it on a Saturday, so it takes a whole day. And then we were going to let it sit on the Sunday and then Monday we were going to drink it. And, uh, so you got four pans four full pans of Four pans full of distilled water and bark and the root. And yeah. then you brew it right down to it's all really pungent. And then you change the, I think you change the bark or whatever. You just, can, you just keep making it more and more pungent with the stuff. And then finally you boil it down to basically about half a, maybe a pint, maybe half, maybe three quarters of a litre uh, of just this horrible brown liquid. And then, so we were going to brew it together. And then t- I found out about three days before the brew that I had a gig on a Saturday night. 
so I had to cancel. But my mate said, oh, let's not cancel. Why don't I brew it? And then why don't you sort out your flat for the ceremony? That way it still feels like it's our job together. And so I was like, all right. And then he, on Saturday night, he, he, told, he, he messaged me and went, mate, that was the weirdest day of my life. I spent like 10 hours brewing tree bark in my kitchen. Like, it stinks. And like, you had to do loads of other things while doing it. Like, you had to like play music. And you had to talk to it and stuff like that. <laughs> and then... Uh, we got on a Monday, he came around, and I'd sorted my... I bought loads of cushions and blankets and candles, and then he got. He came over, and as the sun was going down, we lit the candles and started warming the tea up, and then we drank We drank the whole thing as well, yeah. But we found out later he meant to drink a little glass, and then about an hour later, drink another little glass. We split it into two pint glasses and down the lot. <laughs> and then uh, we, uh, we basically, about 20 minutes in, we both just got started gagging like proper hard but like it was like our bodies were just trying to get it out there's no hallucinations or nothing so for about 10 minutes we tried to hold it in and then he just popped he ran into my bathroom and just got so, it was the most scary vomit I've ever heard like it was proper like exorcist stuff and when he came out he told me oh you better go get sick and I'm like I felt alright so my stomach, suddenly I was like shit mate I think mine might be alright you know? I think mine's going to work <laughs> and he was like no go and have a and then, yeah, so he sat with me and then basically it turned out I'd started hallucinating but I also then started getting... I, I was about to vomit, he, he pointed me to the toilet so I threw up and all that. So but it got to about 45 minutes after we drank it we were both sitting on the sofa and we were just fucked. Like, we both just, like, you know, really worn out from vomiting. And then <laughs> we gave it about half an hour and then we turned all the lights back on and blew all the candles out and we're like, this is not working. So we were like, look, let's just play FIFA to calm down, <laughs> innit? So he's wanted some normality. We were playing FIFA. And I said to him, like, I went, mate, did you miss something out when you were brewing it? Because that shouldn't have happened, you know what I mean? We should, it should have been, like, an hour, and then we start hallucinating, and then we vomit, but then we go into, like, visions. And he was like, no, I did it all, man. And I went, let's go through it, just in case. We just printed this long list of, like, ingredients and re- recipe and manual... And we went through every single one. It was like, did you use four pots? Did you use distilled water? Did you change it every two hours? Did you play the music? Every single thing he did. And then the bottom one, when it got to, did you talk to it? So apparently you've got to keep talking as well, get to know it. <laughs> and I said, did you talk to it? And he just went, oh, sort of. <laughs> and I went, what are you talking about, sort of, mate? You either talked to it or you didn't. And I went, what happened? And he, with a straight face, my mate went, oh, mate, honestly, it was so weird talking to them that... I've sort of chatted for about three hours and then I ran out of stuff to say, so I just showed it some YouTube clips. <laughs> <laughs> he basically he'd spent seven hours showing four pots of tree bark YouTube clips. <laughs> and he wondered why we didn't looking have the right experience, man. Oh, oh God. It was funny, man. It was um, honestly it was one of them things where when we did it, we were so we had such good intentions. Yeah. And then it ended up just being the worst. <laughs> waste of our night I've ever had <laughs> and later I went on to do it properly though separately and both had quite what, different experiences worked out well right? mine went really well his, he went to Peru and did it in the Amazon and his was quite bad quite scary and really? weird shit happened whereas I went to pumps and had a great time <laughs> <laughs> amazing scenes um, oh, anyway alright look more stories like that go and watch Carl Donnelly live I've seen his whole yeah, uh, set and it's I'm at the comedy store and it's weekend okay 21st that weekend of the 21st in london come down the comedy store it'll be fun absolutely uh, and uh, i've seen seen the show and it's, it's so funny it's twice i've seen carl and honestly one of the funniest experiences of my life so go down check it out uh boys you've been a pleasure sweet um hope you've enjoyed this uh if you've lasted this long you definitely enjoy it <laughs> yeah i'd say so um if you haven't then I don't know, go fuck yourself
Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.